gets you, man. Nothing like just old man shit and his depends. And that brings us to the Master of Unlocking podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I, I had to. That's the best one yet. <laughs> oh. You know what? You know what doesn't smell that bad is a Hardy's chicken tender with spicy sauce. What? Oh, is it, is that really? Oh, it's right there. It literally oh, wow. is kinda, right behind you. That's kind of crazy. So that was <laughs> that, that, that. That'll never happen again. Nope. I mean, that'll I didn't never even see again. it. That's, that was weird. <laughs> so anyway, the food challenge this week was the fiery sauce at uh, Hardee's or Carl's Jr. to wherever you live. Uh, so it was chicken tenders with the sauce. So are a, we evaluating the tenders or the sauce? I think it's the sauce. Or okay. can, we can do both. I mean, can we okay. do both. Can we let's I dip my fries I think in the, the sauce. I think the purpose of this exercise for me is the total package. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about them individually, but let's let's evaluate the the strip and the sauce. Okay. Together. The, offic- well. the official rating is the strip and the sauce together, not the tenders. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh somebody go ahead. Anyway. Eight. Eight. Okay. A little, too, little little too spicy. But an eight because the chicken tenders, I don't I had forgotten. Chicken tenders, strong. Strong. They're I was meat. surprised. They're meaty. I like them I was, they're meaty. I was surprised. I don't know if I, I had had them once before, I think, but I was impressed. The fire sauce take it or leave it. So that's why it's an eight. But if mm-hmm. if I had dipped them in this in a sauce that I liked better, probably a nine, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I liked the chicken strips a lot. So that was it, or chicken tenders, or whatever. Chicken tenders, I think, is what there are. Um, Caleb, what do you got on this? I got to give this one an NA because I couldn't eat that fiery sauce. Too hot? Uh, yeah, it was way too hot for me. Yeah, I couldn't I get do it. it. I get it. I, I, I gotta, I gotta actually thank Jason for this one because you left a bunch of um, Sonic sauces in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> okay, so you at least tried the sauce, but it was like no, no. Yeah, I, I think I I tried like three small bites of it. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even do this. I it is pretty hot. I couldn't taste it at all. It just burned my mouth. It was mm. that, that was not pleasant. Or you don't, or you don't do. You're not a spicy wing guy. Either. I'm not a spicy person. Yeah, okay. Generally, unless it unless it has a really good taste to it, mm. um, then then I'll then I'll you know power through it, but. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, the um, like a buffalo chicken salad at Chili's. Uh, Jason mm-hmm. also turned me on to that one. Um, those are delicious. In the, they're they're hot, but it's got a really good taste to it. And this didn't have any taste. It was just hot. <laughs> That's a good example of a a buffalo sauce that has flavor right. to it. It's not just heat. It's got like nice flavor to it's it. It's not and just hot for the sake of being hot. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Caleb. This was like... I think it's mostly mayonnaise, but it's really just like an overwhelming spice to it. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Logan, go I, would, ahead. I would say for me, it was they, they poured some buffalo sauce or put a hot pepper inside some Chick-fil-A sauce. That mm-hmm. to me was okay. that, that was the same consistency, same basic flavor. It was just a really spicy Chick-fil-A sauce. Now, I okay. liked it, um, but at the same time. I went through a couple Diet Cokes with that one. That one was two. That was a two banger. Whoa. That yeah, was wow. A, okay. Because, yeah. All right, then. Whew, spicy. Uh, 
but I felt like I still had good flavor with it. Uh, at the same time, I, I think I'm with you though, Jason, on the, uh, it was an eight, but if I had a, spe- if I had my, my favorite sauce with it, it's a nine. Those tenders are good. Tenders Caleb, are good. thoughts on the tenders? I think mine might have been a little underdone. Oh, okay. um, so I might have to try those. I, I'm not opposed to the uh, the the crispiness. Um, everything was it, in theory; they looked like they would be really good. They just they they tasted a little rubbery or something. I don't know. It was mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, mine were solid. But I did go. So I went at like eight o'clock, um, and this Hardee's is very low traffic. <laughs> yeah. So I actually I pulled up to the thing and and I I ordered the tenders and she said I don't have any ready. It's going to be about eight minutes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that's why I'm here. I'm not getting something else. So yes. I waited and not a single other person came through in the time I was there. The whole, I, I believe that eight o'clock. So yeah. If, if it was a, you know, this is probably my last order of the night. Let me rush this out to him real quick. Maybe, maybe that's what happened to me. Mm. Could um, be. Parties isn't really a, uh, or Carl's. I mean, I guess I'm surprised, honestly, because I had mine like at a dinner time, Logan, mm-hmm. like a regular dinner time, mm-hmm. and they were really good. I don't know about when you went, but yeah, five, like six, it's generally six, a breakfast yeah. place. Like that's where their their biscuit is buttered. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, but you know, I was surprised because I think the last time I had their lunch, I was like, oh, "This isn't as good as I remember," but I was impressed because I thought these weren't going to be good, and they were. Mine were pretty good. Yeah. So, who's up? What's up next? What do we got? What's next week? Anybody got any grand ideas? Uh, what, Did you notice anything during the Super Bowl that popped up? I, th- I was looking for it, but I didn't. nothing fast food wise popped up. The only thing that shocked me was the 3D Doritos are back. <laughs> yeah, those were here before. You don't remember 3D Doritos? From... I really don't. No, I don't. It was, uh, I, I don't. Oh, what was the model? To. There was a model that did um. Like she was in like a was laundromat this, or something. Was it one of the Jessicas? No. Beal? Was it Beal? No. It she oh literally only had like her she became famous from that commercial. Oh and okay. Then it was, um, oh, was it she was in that Las Vegas show, I think. The one with Josh Jamal. What was it? Oh Marcia. Was Nikki Cox in that? She was show? in that, yeah. NBC. Mm-hmm. God, that network could mess up toast, NBC. I remember like that Las Vegas show wasn't too bad though. James Con, it wasn't bad. It's a while ago now. Yeah, I mean it? it was like mid two thousands. I'm sure. Yeah, two thousand three to two thousand eight to be precise. Yeah, mm-hmm. Vanessa Marcel okay. was her name. Oh, I don't remember her then. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. a long food challenge for us it, like this a is like food challenge weeks yes so if anybody has a better idea i'd hear because my idea is a little it's a little weird and it will it is a long-term commitment but okay. it, is a, it is a shift for us in the kind of food that we do mostly because i don't know if you guys have noticed but we're the master of uh fried chicken thing on this podcast yeah. well it just chicken tends stripping to be what, sandwiching yeah it just tends <laughs> to be that, what's that's new the hot thing right now is chicken's hot chicken, so. mm-hmm. yep uh, well, and it's extra bad for you when you fry it and put it on a bun so no, that must be why we like it so about? much i don't know what to is do. is it a thing that we could take uh a week break from to go back to our normal you know 
probably we'd have to document scores i think which are okay. we doing are we just doing documenting what we oh yeah i thought you were or caleb reach well, i haven't spreadsheet. been documenting scores just like what they are what it is and i don't i don't to... mind but if we if we stretch it out we might need context of mm. like because this is the is same this... item okay from different places is what i'm going after here okay Okay. Are you guys ready? If we need, yeah. If we yeah. need, you to want keep the track pitch? Of, let's let's hear the pitch. Do you want new Doritos beer? Frothy? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you don't know me. Uh, the pitch is the Baconator, Bacon King, Monster Burger challenge. What other places are doing the double patty, double cheese, six strips of bacon, mayonnaise, ketchup sandwich? There's uh, the double quarter pounder with bacon. Yep. Is that is this, so? That's I'm wondering if that's if that's the McDonald's equivalent because these three sandwiches I just mentioned, mm-hmm. the Baconator, the Monster Burger, mm-hmm. and the Bacon King are all the same sandwich. They are. Bacon, mayo, cheese, ketchup, fancy like, sauce. Yeah. That's that's it. Like they are the same. They are the same sandwich. So you want to you so, want a challenge of all three sandwiches? I believe it started with the Monster Burger. Oh yeah, they so, were the OG parties. I, I mean, believe I was, was getting. The, I mean, there was a reason I was a chunky kid in the '90s, and it was mostly because of the Monster Burger. Those things were potentially a Frisco still, Burger. I don't know. Too. I've not had one in a while. God, do but they still make a Frisco Burger there? Since then, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Probably. I bet they do. But since then, we've gotten the Baconator. When he mm. says found found success with that and then like a week later burger king was like we have all these ingredients around <laughs> so they released the bacon king which is the exact same thing <laughs> and maybe mcdonald's does that i don't know i'd have to look uh, at the i'm gonna pull up the app here real quick i'm pretty sure that you can just order that uh or is that some weird celebrity menu so that's my proposal, and I'm also now asking you guys: Does any other fast food joint copy that burger that I'm forgetting? Does Dairy Queen have an equivalent of the Baconator? Oh, I'm sure they do. They might. So I want to rank. I want to rank which one of those sandwiches is the best. Okay. The double bacon quarter pounder with cheese. Here it is. There you go. Not mayonnaise though. It does not have mayonnaise on it. It is, it is ketchup, mustard, onions, pickle, cheese, beef, bacon, salt, sesame seed bun. See, it is a little bit different. Like I'm telling you, those three sandwiches you just mentioned, mm-hmm. the exact same ingredients, like to the T. Like that's the thing they're doing. Like that. I don't look, know. I'm gonna look up Dairy Queen. Culver's. Not that gets promoted like the other ones. I mean, this is the thing, though. Like, there. I mean, I mean, I feel like that Baconator's been around for years now. It has. Mm-hmm. It has now. Yes. Uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Why? Do I need the Brazier app for this? <laughs> oh God. Well, why don't we just start with one of the other three that we know? That's a good idea, Caleb. Later. Okay. Okay. Which one are we starting with? I don't care. Uh, we haven't done anything Burger King, have we? We haven't, no. Let's go Bacon King. The Bacon, bacon King. King. Mm-hmm. The Bacon King. Yeah, let's do it. All right. It is settled. 
the bacon king. And then if we need to take a break and go back to chicken strips, popcorn, chicken, chicken sandwich. Yeah, if something real chicken sandwich. Comes out, we'll we'll switch back and then go back to the long term challenge. But <laughs> the like long term like bacon it. and cheese challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they uh, it's the double bacon cheese grill burger at uh, Dairy Queen. All right. Is it? Are they throwing onions on there or anything, or is it just the basics? It is okay. Uh, Thick cut applewood smoked bacon, tomato, mm. lettuce, pickle, oh, nope, onion. tomato, lettuce, nope, gone. Ma- mayo is on there. So yeah, I mean, I they we'll have to we'll have to des- decide if we want to expand the the. Yeah, we got plenty for now. Oh yeah, yeah, we got we got three weeks covered. What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's more than we've had lately. Duh, what do we do? <laughs> All right. The only other thing that we had was that weird nacho taco thing at Taco Bell, and that just doesn't. That's a dollar menu item. It didn't look any like it was anything special. Let's see how the burger goes. Yeah, let's go for, let's if, do. Let's if do. If we yeah. all have go into cardiac arrest, then maybe we. we take I'm a already. Break. I mean, bypass <laughs> here. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. It's all right. Your arteries are too wide. Your, uh, your doctor too wide. Yeah, that's fine. We'll get them narrowed out there. We'll get them narrowed down. All right. So let's head into games for the week. Uh, I don't even know if we should start or end with Jason's cathartic uh, ending to Yakuza. I I don't I don't know. What oh we're yeah, here. Uh, I appreciate you mentioning that. I finished. Yaku- I totally forgot. You didn't even write it on your games I list. I did. No. Yeah. Oh wow. boy. I don't, I don't I want do- to take up too much of your time, mm-hmm. but Yakuza just. It, you know, it was like 75 hours of my life, you right. know? So yeah. you get attached to a thing you spend mm-hmm. that much time with. I'm really attached to those characters. And I think they've got something in Ichiban that is special. Because he's just relentlessly loyal. It goes absolutely like bat spit crazy at the end. Like they, they go, like there's going for it. And then there's like... <sighs> How do I say this? Mm-hmm. Like the phrase jump the shark from happy days, right? Like they literally mm-hmm. jumped the shark. So I'm going to try to use that. All right. Here's here. Here's the shark in happy days, right? Here's the fawns. Mm-hmm. He's jumping the shark, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, see, he's good. Like he cleared. There's the fawns. He's clearing mm-hmm. it, right? You see it? So he barely clears the shark. This is Yakuza, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the shark. And then here's Yakuza. It's just like, no, come back, no, come, come back, could come back, and you're just reaching for Yakuza to get a hold of itself, but it's Yakuza, and it's not gonna get a hold of itself. It like, it, it does not nail it, which was a little hard for me because mm. it doesn't, it doesn't nail it, but damn, <laughs> like they really went for it. Like you do have to admire, like they went all the way, like. No, here's our crazy idea, and we are committing to it, and committing to it so hard that like you think that, like it would have went all the way back, came back around. It was amazing, but it just doesn't. Like it just doesn't do that. Am I making sense? You yeah. are. Yeah. Like, it goes so hard in that direction that it just is. It's too far gone. Like I'm trying to pull Yakuza back to me. Like come back. So come back yeah. to me. If it would have wrapped up successfully. It would have been kind of a miracle, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, yes. It would have taken a miracle to make it work. 
because they they double down then they double down again and then yeah. they double down again and then they double down like again and it's just like by the time you get to the end of it the story is so far gone like it's just like Ichiban literally might as well be on the moon at the end of the game he's not there's no outer space anything there's no spoilers it's like yeah it's like the poochie episode of the simpsons Mm. i must return to my home planet (laughs) it's crazy it's crazy (laughs) having said that i do admire them like can you imagine in a room where like i don't know i like the game is so pitch perfect in its stupidity Logan, I think about this a lot, and I keep forgetting to mention this to you, mm-hmm. but the part of you that likes professional wrestling and loves professional wrestling, mm-hmm. that part of you loves Yakuza. You oh, don't yeah. know it yet, mm-hmm. but those two, like, those absurdities, when done properly, like, when wrestling is great and it's funny and it's done perfectly which is hard to do it right is. they so rarely do it no matter the organization it mm. so rarely happens but when it happens it's like a firework going off you know it's just great mm-hmm. and that's what 75 percent of like a dragon is like it's just how'd you pull this off this is hilarious it's amazing it's pitch perfect and then the last 25 percent is not Mm. And which is better if it's 75 25 most wrestling can't do that any these days it's about it's about five percent good <laughs> they and each like the the one thing that does stay consistent is ichiban no matter how wronged he's been mm-hmm. no matter how poorly people treat him like he wants to redeem that person like he sees the good in everyone and at the end of the game his arch nemesis he is trying to save him while he's beating the crap out of him. Like he's trying to bring him back. Like he's trying to save him because that's who Ichiban is. And that's, what's so great about like a dragon mm-hmm. is he will not give up on anyone. And his character is relentless in that way. But the surrounding story and how they get there is just, it's too much. Like, it's just too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. That was, that was hard. Cause I'm like, no, don't no. I see what you're doing, but just calm down a little bit. But Yakuza didn't get here by being calm. Right. <laughs> right. So they just, they just, whew. I, so I just can't like in your, you're in the writer's room mm-hmm. and they're like the last 25% of the game, like <laughs> no pitch unheard, no addition unadded, nothing vetoed. Is how I pictured it. Like, she's like, yeah, sure. Everybody had a great idea, so they threw them all in there. (laughs) Yes, they're all in there, (laughs) all of them, every single one of them. No one, no one was told no. Everybody got five hours. That was like, write your own five (laughs) hours. We'll just throw it. it, We'll slap it together. It'll, it'll, it'll work out in the end. That's what it feels like. That's a really good analogy, Logan. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's almost schizophrenic in that way. Like, Mm -hmm. you just, nope, you're not done. Here's a couple hours of this. No, you're not done. Here's here's a few more. No, you're not done. Here's a few more. And it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. And like in a year where there's the last of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you've got like the best storytelling maybe ever in games. It's just, it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard to digest something that goes 
but it's not trying to be the last out of there. us. I yeah, you're right. It's not even you're trying right. to be Yakuza at this point. It's something. It's they really do I go mean, for. There's it. a reason why it's Yakuza like a dragon. It's not Yakuza Seven. Well, actually, in Japan, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is seven. Yeah, in Japan, it is. Oh, okay. They I... just dropped it for America because they thought people might have a tendency to pick it up, not thinking it's a sequel. Which is which like is totally high. fair, and yeah, fair. that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. hmm. and good for them. So, I I do love that game. I was I was thinking about as we go into the doldrums here of games although look at us we've found ways to play games this week yeah. new games in fact mm-hmm. but as we go through the doldrums there are some games from this year that are just way too hot i can't slot them in yakuza way too hot i don't know where it goes in like in my greater like list mm-hmm. but i do know i love that game i don't know where it lands in respect to all the other games that i love like i just i don't know but I do. I did really enjoy it, and I'm so happy I played it. Um, I'm sad it's over, and I don't know if I've ever played anything like it. Ichiban's very unique. That character is very unique, and like you're randomly beating strangers down on streets with hilarious names. Like I don't even know. Like there's a there's a turncoat titillator, and it's a it's an old guy in a turncoat and his special move is to flash you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. You're randomly beating people up like that and Ichiban is relentlessly positive as he kicks the shit out of people. It's, I don't know. I've never played anything like it and I'm sad it's over, but also a little bit disappointed that it wasn't man, so pitch perfect for, for the majority of it and then the last like 20 25% is just a little too crazy, <laughs> a little too much. Mm. Got it. I could see how that could happen easily. Caleb, are you going to go back to that? Or are you done? Are you done with that? I want to. Um, at this point, I might wait till the PS5 version. Uh, it's out in like a month. So maybe That's... that'll be the thing that sparks me into it. Yeah, if anything. That's a good, that's a, I don't know if you, well, Logan, I don't know if you thought, do you have an Xbox copy, Logan, or did you play it on PlayStation? I have an Xbox copy, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I couldn't remember, but I could see how the load times would be a motivating factor there, Caleb, if anything, because since it's pretty much a previous gen game, but on newer systems, it loads up fast, but I understand, I'm told that I've heard that the load times can be kind of a bummer yeah. on the older systems and so that'd be this, good at this point i've done basically nothing other than watch cutscenes, so it'd be really easy to catch back up to where i was you, <laughs> you can smash through them i'm pretty sure too yeah. so that's that yeah. would happen in no time flat that's true yeah that would cover, yeah you could probably cover a lot of ground the old, the one other thing i will mention is the extra stuff i was surprised how much i did of that like the mini game stuff some of it's good some of it's bad the karaoke thing is just like it's hilarious it it feels very genuine. Like you feel like through Ichiban, you know these people and you grow close to them and you do things with them. You go out to eat with them. You go to karaoke with them. You uh, go to the batting cages with them. You race go-karts with them. Like it's all like the camaraderie, the feel that the game, it does a really good job with the social links, quote unquote, social link stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm surprised how much like extra stuff I did just running around doing random stuff and not with like achievements in mind or necessarily finishing each individual mini game, but just like, I'm going to run around for an hour. Just because it was See actually going fun on. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that was another, a positive for me for sure, but it's time to move on. I think I am officially done. Thank you for reminding me, Logan. Cause I told I, just I moved on. I hadn't thought about it. You really started, moved so. on. I mean, you. you yeah. Know. He's got more. Was, I had to. Again. I had to start. I had to stop <laughs> thinking about it. And then, yeah, I played Mortal. I played a match of Mortal Kombat for some reason because I can't seem to kick kick that habit. You're gonna kick your crack um, habit over there. Yeah, just dig, just to dig to do it. Oh gosh, where where do we start? Um, I would like you guys to tell me what in the world Cyber Shadow is. Go ahead, Caleb. Uh, Cyber Shadow is a, it's on Game Pass if you want to check it out, but it is a um, Pardon me while I do that. It'll uh, take like a minute to download. Right, it's like, (laughs) it's like 200 megs or something like that. It's ridiculous. Okay. Uh, It is a NES inspired 2D platformer, um, but it is way cooler looking than any NES game I've ever seen. (laughs) It's got a really awesome aesthetic to it and the music is, is killer. It's so good. Um, but it is, it's inspired by NES games, so it is on the harder side. Um, I haven't had too much trouble so far, but I am still pretty early. I did the second boss. That tells okay. you, Jason. Yep, um, I know where you are. That's the boss that has the exploding platform that goes down into a second one, right? Uh, no, it's um, just the boss that you. So the first one is the like the the ones that's got the turbines on the side. Oh, the sorry. Machine. Yeah, I was a boss ahead. The second one is um, just a a ninja, <laughs> basically. Yeah, he's got like the slash. Yeah, and you yeah. can get and, behind the slash if you want. I inadvertently got the achievement for never attacking him from behind because I didn't oh, even look consider, at you. I didn't even consider doing that. I don't know why I didn't consider doing that. Nice job. But, uh, but it's a really fun game. It's got an awesome look and an awesome soundtrack. <laughs> uh, this would be my daughter's game of the week. Yes, Ellie plays Cyber Shadow. <laughs> and she's not bad at it either, which is kind of scary. Um, I, uh, it's impressive because it's a tough game. She can jump and slash and like she understands what to do like she can't get past a lot of it but like she knows how to jump and slash at a guy and kill it (laughs) like she knows what to do she loves the music as well um so i don't know whether like i don't know how much of that is Uh, caleb it's just funny because like if i was her age when these nes games were out so it makes me think like is this music just awesome no matter what age you are (laughs) or is this nostalgia you know i can't for me i can't tell but she thinks like I had my headphones on and she's like, let me hear that. And she, she puts on her headphones and she's just like, let yeah. me play. She picks it up. She starts playing. And I'm just like, this is awesome. This is great. This is awesome. Um, I came up against the boss tonight in that game that has me kind of concerned. I'm, I have no, I'm, I think I'm in, I think it's the boss for chapter four. It is difficult. Like, made me think am i done difficult <laughs> which i don't want to be done because i really like i really like it a lot but it dude it it's hard <laughs> like hard hard so yeah. uh, i hope there that... is i don't know what it is yet because i haven't run into it but somebody was saying there's there is a 
adjustment that you can make to make the game easier. Um, where if you die so many times in a certain spot, it'll prompt you for something. So mm. I don't know what that is yet because I haven't run into it, but maybe maybe that'll be your saving grace on that boss fight. Whatever it would be it nice because this has made me think of Kayla, how much how much Nintendo did you play when you were a kid? Almost Any? zero. Almost <laughs> zero. So that's I think we talk about this a lot, but I think the generational difference, just those few years between you and Logan and I, where Logan and I played a good amount of NES because we were a little bit older. And this reminded me of those kind of games and how hard they were. But man, can you imagine if you couldn't save in Cyber Shadow? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if it was just three lives and you're done, like, oh man, this. Well, no. it's also based on, you know, everything used to be an arcade game. So it was all about pumping quarters into a right. machine. So it was a lot of those NES games were just ports of arcade games, which was, by the way, I've uh, already installed and in, like halfway through the first level here. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're missing you should, the music, you though. That's the stop, though, because you need to have sound while you're playing. Yeah, the music's okay. pretty banging. But you see it. There you go, Logan. I mean, it looks like a really nice looking NES game. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. It's just like a just really That opening nice cut scene with the explosion and everything. Oh, my. That's so good. Yeah. It looks so awesome. Yep. With the, um, what, like the, the explosion and everybody's power going out? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is banging. I can just hear it a little bit. There you go. Well, I guess that wraps the podcast because Logan's... Yep, we lost Logan to Cyber Shadow. We it's good. Those. Damn, this is good. Yeah, no, the music's excellent, man. Sound like Spotify or anything? Uh, who <laughs> knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's good, though. So enjoy yourself a video game there, Logan. Yeah. Caleb, I'll be curious to see if you run into the well, same the, spot the, I did. The thing for me, the, the reason that I installed it in the first place is because it's by uh, Yacht Club Games, who made Shovel Knight. Um, and I love oh, that's how I recognize so, Yacht Club. Yeah, yeah. Which is another okay. sort of, I mean, that'd probably be more of a SNES type of inspired game, but. Um, Visual, yeah, like Shovel Knight is, Knight is beyond like an 8 bit system. Right. Yeah, that, that right. looks more like uh, Battletoads or uh, Lost Vikings. There's yeah, a, that's a good comparison, actually. Lost I, Vikings, I mean, I, yeah. I finished that game, so if I'm able, if I was able to do that, then maybe I have a shot at this. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, and I, I died know. like five times or whatever, but I was just thinking about like the boss's patterns and the situation I'm in, and I was like, "Oh man!" And maybe maybe I felt that way about the other bosses and don't remember, but this one felt different. I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> yeah, uh oh." <laughs> that's I'm I'm glad you played it, Caleb. I. I was hoping I wasn't solo on that, and it seems like the early uh, early Game Pass game of the year. Look right? out, Spirit Fair! Here comes uh, here comes Shadow. Wait, what is it called? Cyber, Cyber Shadow. Shadow. Cyber <laughs> Shadow. I was gonna say Shadow Warrior. I was like, oh, that's that's a different game, but it yeah, is a game. Game. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Luong Shadow Warrior. Logan. Uh huh. I want to know mm-hmm. what you think of Hitman Three. I am. I just want to tell you where I am first. So I just finished uh, f- map four, which was China. Uh, so I killed the, uh, the guy. I don't even know what he is. Like somewhere, the Hush? agents. Hush. Yeah. Hush. 
and then the lady it was over the data stuff uh, that they're holding with the ICA data stuff in. I just hacked all that stuff and got all that whole thing figured out. You so. removed 47 and burn wood from the records. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Are you. Oilers, geez. Are you going through the levels once and then moving on? I'm going through them once and moving on. Okay. Uh, I I would like to go back uh, and mess around with them a little bit. Uh, I will say that, man, that murder mystery one is great. That thing is... Yeah. I, I feel like I need a whole game based on that. Like of, I, I play it. Like, of different... like. Yeah, it's like here's a bunch of different maps that you're you are playing murder mystery on, or uh, essentially clue the video game, but <laughs> also like Hitman thrown into it. Like that would that's what that level is, and it's fantastic. I, I wish there was more things like that out there. That would be because yeah, it's like yeah, here it you are trying to figure out who did it. Plus, you're also like you can use the stupidity of Hitman to find out. <laughs> You know, like here, kill people, find out more information this way. Like, yeah, I I like that game a lot. I I like the first two Hitman, 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 Hitman's, Hitsman, <laughs> Hitsman's. Uh, I like those games a lot too. I so I'm having a good time with this. Um, I, yeah, I, that's I, I accidentally screwed up a save a little while ago, but or on the that China map, but or Beijing is it Beijing? I think no, it's Chongqing. Chongqing. Okay, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, was it Japan or China? China. Okay, it was China. All right. It's. I just want to make sure I got my correct country. Uh, so I I lost like twenty minutes at one point just because I don't know how I've completely forgot to save. Uh, the the auto saves are a little spotty in that game it too. Is. Sometimes it'll be like every two or three minutes, and sometimes it'll be like. 30 minutes without one. I don't really understand the logic behind it. See, I had to go all the way back to before I killed the girl in China and Mm. I had gone through, so I killed her or I had killed the guy, went, was on my way to kill her pretty close to where I was going to kill her. But then the whole data wipe thing and everything else, I was on my way out. I died. So I lost all of that progress. (laughs) I had to go back and do it again. I was like, you, idiot just more just like oh, i completely forgot about you know auto saving not well also there's like a cut scene so i would have thought it would have auto saved mm, at the yeah. cut scene no it didn't just you know games have you conditioned to think that after every cut scene you're going to be auto saved and no, that was not the case. how did you i'm i'm curious how you took out your targets in that, in that map yeah, uh, um, so never. on that map, uh, I did the experiment with Hush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just, pretty like, good. Overpowered him. Yeah, yep. I overpowered him with my mental with capacity. your with your mind. You <laughs> went so psyops stupid. on him, and mm. you just you you were all like, I can't remember what with was. my mind. Yeah, there was just a. It was just you press Y to resist, and all you did was just hold up your hand, resist. <laughs> His hand goes up. Oh, you're so powerful. Like I don't even know what the thing was for. Like, and the way the game just—I do like the mission stories. I know people are like a little hot or cold on whether you like that. I like it because I like it because it's silly. Yeah, and it throws you. It gives you like a really entertaining way to take out the target. But mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> oh, I'd get rid of that assistant if I were you, and you should be good. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> I'll get rid of her. Yeah. It'll be fine. And then uh, the the girl Imogene, uh, I went down into her area, 
uh, just kept basically just kept escalating the guards of which one I would take take out. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have a story thing pop up with her. So what I actually did was I got uh, as a guard, um, I got into an armory, found a remote detonator, put it inside a briefcase, took the briefcase to a room where she was going back and forth to. And then she walked up to the briefcase and I blew up the briefcase from another room and then went downstairs to the, the data center. Okay. There are a lot of good ways you can take her out. It's that, that one's one of the best ones in in my opinion in the game of just the amount of options that you have to take her out. Yeah. I did not care for the one before that. The, uh, the one where you're in the club. Yeah. That one, that one was my least favorite um, up till that point, definitely because um, it's just not super clear on what you're supposed to do. And there's, there's um, really are no, I feel like I got zero story prompts. Yeah. If you go back in again, uh-huh. um, everybody will be highlighted this time. Uh-huh. Um, so it makes it way easier. It's just that first time you do it, they don't, they don't highlight. Yeah. I feel like I walked by one guy three or four times and then it was just, then it was like one random time I walked by him all of a sudden he became red. And he was right. an option to take. I was like, what the hell? I've gone by this guy like 10 times. Right. I, I don't know. I didn't understand that one, but that, that one was the most frustrating. But that one is, it's a lot of fun going back and doing it. But the first time it was just confusing and, and not great. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, I think I've got the two maps left. Uh, so I was going to, yeah, just um, word of warning on the, on the next map that you're going to. Um, I had a, an incredible amount of bugs on that level so Mm. make sure you're saving constantly on that one um just all kinds of bugs i so i i had been going through level by level and doing the level 20 mastery getting all the trophies for every level and um that was actually the last one i i skipped forward and did all the end part first and then went back to that one and i got so I, I I got to the point where I was at level like 19 or something like that. And I had only two challenges left and it was, they were really simple things too. Like it was like pick up three of this type of item and knock somebody out with this item. And they just would not unlock no matter what I did. So I was stuck at 19 out of 20. Um, so the only way I could actually get the mastery for that was to do a suit only silent assassin run and that took <laughs> forever and it was so glitchy Oof. just to get it to count uh, but i finally got it and then i looked at the trophies thinking okay that's the last trophy why did the platinum not pop and it it the mission stories complete all mission stories didn't unlock even though i had done all of them so i was sitting there with one trophy not unlocked look up online and it's and of course that's a common bug a lot of people run into that and no solution to it other than delete your progress and start over again Um, and because it's all server side you can't do that locally you have to request that ioi delete all of your progress through a website um so i was like you know what i'm i'm never gonna probably play this game again i've done everything in it i might as well just do this to get the last trophy so i go i fill out the website the form on the website and it says please wait up to 30 days for this to be processed (laughs) so that was that that really annoyed me but then like 10 minutes later i got an email saying it was done so okay yeah so I, i logged back in 
And luckily, the game lets you skip every level if you want to. You can go to whichever level you want right from mm-hmm. the beginning. So I just went straight there, did the mission stories, followed them to the T, like ex- like very <laughs> careful to do exactly what the instructions mm-hmm. say. And it did finally unlock. So I do have the platinum now. But that that the level that you're about to go into, if you just do like one run and then move on to the, the next level, you'll be fine probably. That's probably what I'll do. But going for the mastery on that is just it is incredibly glitchy i kept there was there's one part in it that where you follow a mission story and even if you follow it to the t um it just randomly sometimes says you failed the mission story um which is probably what locked me out of that that trophy Mm. um is that one but uh it's there there's a point where you like i don't want to i'm trying to think of a way to explain this without spoiling but there's a way to, to kill somebody that also disposes of their body. And for whatever reason, I would do that. And then it would tell me, you need to hide the body. And I'm like, there is no body. It's literally liquefied. <laughs> just stuff like that just kept happening over and over again. It was, it was pretty frustrating. But Sounds like only it. on that level. I, I don't, everything else worked flawlessly. So yeah. I don't know what happened there. Interesting. Oh, and Jason, on on the the level that you didn't care for as much, um, the the mastery on that is extremely easy. There's not That's a good. lot you have to do for that. So thank God. Yeah, because it's there's only, there's only five levels instead of twenty. Okay. So. All right, that makes me feel. Thank you, because my last question for you was, if you go ahead and just check every box per level, and you go completionist is that going to guide you to a platinum or guide you yeah. to all the gamer yeah. score there's a couple that's... of random things you have to do but for the most part that's oh there is a few okay i was um, just because i was curious if you have if to i just more. approached it that way would i find my way to a thousand gamer score yeah you will um except for you you have to do a a level five escalation in the training map and oh really that's you have to do there's like i don't remember there's a couple of things you have to do that are outside huh. of the missions but okay um, okay. it's, it, they're easy they're all easy but just a couple extra things okay yeah i i may that's on the um that's it on the, the it, list. it's a ton of fun to go after all those things especially like when you get down to the point where you you have a couple left and you're like how can i do all of these things in one run i'm gonna get this i'm gonna knock all these out in one run and like planning your route and everything after knowing the level like the back of your hand it's it's so much fun yeah, that's I'm my uh, my Assassin's Creed minute is I continue to play Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. I'll probably see that through. I like that game. I think that it's I think that it's fine. There's we talked about it during Game of the Year. There's nothing ambitious about it. Right. Besides, there are a few things I do think that are ambitious about it. I think that the I think that it looks really nice. I think that continues to be the way to experience a next gen piece of hardware technically. Um, so I, I think it looks really good. I also think the, the size of the world and detail is really impressive because the, the map is humongous and everything is handled with care. Like you don't get that from every Ubisoft game either. Like the, it is, it is rendered with care. There's a really high bar for the assets in that game, both large and small. And so I think aesthetically it's really nice. And I think it's, I don't think it gets enough credit for the, 
the artistic capability of that development staff. Like they are, they're, as far as I'm concerned, it looks as good as any Rockstar game, honestly. I think it looks really good. And that, that might be because we are going into next generation hardware. So having something look as good as Red Dead 2 on old hardware, you know, maybe that's yeah. a weird comparison, but I still think it looks, I think it looks excellent. Um, the, the story, I see why people are like lukewarm on it. It's just, yeah, it's you run around <laughs> and you kind of do the same thing with right. every character over and over and over and establish them as the master of their domain. Um, so I'm, I'm, I understand the criticism there. Uh, I do like the combat quite a bit too. I'm surprised how much I like it. Um, some games compared to last year, I think there's a certain weight to this combat that I really like. When you collide with a, with a, with a character's body, I feel like they do a really nice job of making you feel like the sword is actually connecting with yeah. that, with that NPC's body or that axe is connecting. There's like a, there's like an attachment because you've, basically put a sharp weapon into a watermelon right and the watermelon comes with the weapon just like the bodies come with that sharp weapon all that stuff i think is is pretty elegant actually for being an assassin's creed game where you used to just you know slice through bodies and it didn't matter and you would you hidden blade somebody but it didn't really feel like you were attaching to the body i think all that stuff is kind of a nice subtle step forward for those games but if you're coming to it for narrative or curious about what's going on with abstergo and the templars and being out of the nms i don't i don't know uh-oh yeah uh-oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, don't, I, I don't know if uh, it's that's what you. i was there for <laughs> yeah yeah when i started that game it was on pc and i did the ubisoft plus subscription to play it and obviously, I did not maintain the Ubisoft Plus. Right. Um, and a guy I know at work um, finished it and is done with it on PS5. So he he mm-hmm. lent me his PS5 copy. Very good. Um, the so I, I popped it in, and weirdly enough, it actually restored my save data from the PC side. Whoa! Crazy. Or but your Uplay account or whatever. It was weird because it. So I load into that game. And I had been playing with the 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 like premium version or the gold version or whatever of the game that they give you with Ubisoft Plus, mm-hmm. and immediately all of my armor just dis- one at a time disappears from my body because it was all like the the premium content or whatever. Wait, <laughs> wait, you watched it disappear from Avor's character model? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. And, <laughs> and I had nothing else in my inventory, so I had I was just literally walking around naked. <laughs> I so it, and I had no idea what I was doing in the story anyway so I was mm. like you know what maybe I'll just restart I don't know so I played the first hour again I don't I don't know where I am with that game if I want to keep going or or what I I don't know <laughs> yeah I don't think that it's we'll see I guess the one thing I have the one thing that I'm thinking about that I have heard is that the best narrative stuff is at the end but you know that's a huge ask right. and it's like 55 60 hours in oh now it's good like screw you maybe 30 <laughs> like right. um so we'll see i don't hate it though i don't i think it's well acted enough and you guys know me johnny lipsync like all the production value stuff is really high so 
it's not it's not a technical sin it's more of a like a writing sin you know what i mean like you came up short from the story you're trying to tell but technically i think that game is very strong so um and maybe that's because it's been patched a couple of times too now what is this february launched in november so it could just be that they've had some time to polish up some stuff and i'm just experiencing the best version of it at this point but who knows I'll continue to play that because besides Cyber Shadow and that, um, that looks like it might be it for me for a while unless something well, else sneaks up well, on me on, like Cyber what Shadow. about Destruction All-Stars? Hey. Logan, pitch it. Pitch it hard. Okay. What if I were to tell you there was a free game on PlayStation Plus? No. I mean, it's just straight up free. Okay. And, I mean, this, these are things that happen. And you can get in car and go run it into another car and then get thrown out of said car because your car explodes and then you got to go find a new car and then you can drop kick somebody to, if they were getting in your way to get that car so and then you can ride on top of a car to try to take I it played this for about 15 minutes Okay. And then uninstalled it. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. 15 minutes? Really? I think it I was about was 30. Really? Oh, before really you uninstalled bad. it? It's not uninstalled. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought it would be all right to play with my kids. Uh, they oh. got kind of a kick out of, you know, driving mm. around, but it's a little too complicated. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, getting out of your car, like, they were getting their butts kicked. And I, we were playing on casual. Um, the, the thing that I really didn't like is how you start outside of the car and you have to run to a car to start mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. But since you're new at the game and you really probably don't know what you're doing, you might not get to a car. Mm-hmm. So then at the beginning of the match, everybody else has a car and I'm just like wandering around trying to find something to jump into. You can jump on top of someone else's car who has a car. Yeah, but then they just shake you off immediately yep. because shake, shaking off is way easier than taking a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm having trouble with this. I think I need to see this for myself. You, you know, downloading it and playing it for 20 minutes is not going to hurt anything yeah, yeah it's free well. it's free it's a playstation 5 game so i'm something it's a reason to turn on my ps5 <laughs> yeah it's not okay. me but maybe maybe one of you will have this, this is not luck. the free-to-play game that's going to light up the world like rocket league that's yeah, this sure. is not rocket league mm. no i mean i think that was the is that the, the bet plan? they were making yeah maybe there's a story mode to it that uh, I did the first two pieces of it, and I was already annoyed. And because... the the second and third chapters you have to pay for. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh... So it's very microtransaction heavy. Uh, yep. There's a lot of skins. All that stuff is all <laughs> microtransaction based. I mean, you can go in and just play the game types against the CPU or online as many times as you want. But at that point, like, there's not a whole lot going on with the game. I mean, that's just, I mean, there's not a whole lot going on with Rocket League either, but I feel like that at least took some skill. 
This game you're just yeah. running around, just running it, into people. It feels like the the skill cap in Rocket League is like you know almost infinite, mm-hmm. whereas the skill cap in this is kind of like mm, you could probably get a little better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, there's just really not like a good way of. You're just running into cars. I mean, that's yeah. all it is. Like, there's not. Uh, there's this weird shard system, but I felt like the the ultimates and stuff that that you got by using these shards weren't really that great to begin. They with. seem super imbalanced. Like, there's some that are really really powerful, and then mm-hmm. others that are just like, wait, why would I ever want to do that? <laughs> yeah. So it's. Oh, Jason dropped. Did he drop or just his camera stop? I don't know. I don't know. Where'd he go? Maybe he just went to go download Destruction All-Stars. He was yeah, that's probably what it is. That's probably what it was. <laughs> I mean, well, while we're waiting on him, why don't you tell me about uh, the Ballin Wonderland? Is it Ballin you know or Ballon? Oh. I have no idea what this is. I didn't. Okay. So this is a, I believe, hey, he's it's back. a, okay, Jason's back. Yeah, I was, uh, I'm just going to install Destruction All-Stars. <laughs> you were actually right. I was right. Were you right? Did you yeah. predict that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, like, he's just installing Destruction All-Stars. It's fine. You you nailed it. Yep. So, I think your, uh, your mic is unplugged or something. You're, uh, you sound like you're coming through your laptop. Oh, man, really? Oh, That's um, better. That's better, yeah. Oh, I think maybe you're... Oh, there you go. How's that? That's yeah. better. Yep. Yep. My 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 nubby got a little bit messed up there. Sorry. Thank you, Logan. Oh, we're. I was asking Caleb about. I don't even know how to say it. You say it. I don't either. Ballon Ball Wonderland. Land. They never actually pronounce it. So. I'm just gonna call it Ball and Wonderland because you okay. Know, Ball and Wonderland. Ball and. So this is a. Um, I believe it's a first-time developer, um, but the game is published by Square Enix. Okay. Uh, which is a little weird. And this is That's a um, right there. Uh, 3D platformer collect-a-thon type of game. And it might be the worst game that I've played oh, in a no. really long time. It's really, really bad. It's And it's a full-priced $60 game. What? It, yeah. This is... This is PC only? No, it's on everything. <laughs> Yeah, and they put the demo on everything. Like somehow the demo is gonna sell copies of this game. It's it, so basically, it's a uh, you're running around like a 3D platformer, and every single button on your controller, except for um, R1, does the exact same thing, and it's jump. That's your only thing that you do in the in the game is jump. Hold on, Caleb. Can I get on? It's on the PlayStation Store right now. Yeah, can do you, this can, right you now. can grab this. And, what is and it called? It. Uh, B-L- B-A-L-N- Ugh. B-A-L-A-N Wonderworld. Uh, okay. All right. Hold on. Oh, yep. There it is. The demo is free. Yeah. Yeah. You should you should check this out. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> you, All right, so here we basically, go. what you're doing is you're collecting costumes that add like an ability onto your jump and then you're switching between the costumes to do certain things but literally all you're doing is running around and jumping actually you know what your kids might actually (laughs) all right let's see how this goes okay yeah let's see what happens (laughs) it's it's awful um all right i'm I'm excited though in a really weird way because it's one of those so bad it might be good kind of things um it's also got this like aesthetic look on it where uh, there are just random like 
it's almost like you're playing on a touch screen and somebody is just randomly touching parts of the screen while you play because it'll have that like bubble effect of like touching a touch screen just randomly it's it's super weird the music is like really really generic and awful it's it's something you guys definitely should should, should see this so this is from the people who made nights into dreams oh okay okay that makes sense actually because it kind of looks like that it looks like it. yeah i just pulled this up um yeah this is super weird uh yeah, I don't know. I'll give it a shot, I guess. If you said it's super super weird, I'll probably love it. I would actually be curious to see what all of your kids think about this game. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, in, I'm downloading it right now. And Destruction All-Stars was already on my PlayStation 5, which is a little disturbing to me. You know, I mean, they know it's good for you. I mean... I guess I've been pegged, huh? Like, they just knew? Yeah. Oh, this one ships with it. <laughs> for this guy. It's got terrible taste. It'll be fine. Okay, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an odd endorsement that made Logan and I both download a bad thing. So, yep, I'm looking for it right now here. So. Good for you. Well, the, uh, other, the other demo that's actually good is yeah, made. Let's talk about that. Yeah, Logan. Talk about last week. Logan, that's I think number one on your download list. If you haven't you know, done that, have you downloaded it? So here's my curiosity. I guess is this something? Is this demo? an actual demo or is it just kind of no. like a, okay it's it's a lot like what they did with uh, resident evil 7 where it's like a separate it's not part of the game it's like a slice it's actually called a visual showcase it's not even called a demo okay so it's not the, so, it's like the kitchen demo or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah okay so they're just showing off the visuals and there there is some very light puzzles in there but it's it's not anything okay crazy. Well, my PS5 controller is about two chairs over there, so I just can't quite reach it and get to get to it right now. So I'll do that later. Yeah. Gonna have to do it on the app. Bella. Oh, yep. Good. Good call. There you go. That'll yeah, do it. So maybe we, maybe we wait and talk about that next week then. Yeah, that way Logan has played it. But I will say one thing, Caleb. I don't know about you, but it looks real nice. Yeah. Woo, it looks buddy. Just maiden, right? Yeah. Just maiden. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'd yeah, well, I'd like to have like an unfiltered conversation about that. But that makes the most sense once once Logan has finished it. Sorry, I have uh, I was trying to get everything else. You know, I was trying to get my Destruction All Stars complete here. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, I understand priorities. Well, I also I, I figured I also probably shouldn't uh, uh, what you call it, uh, play this in front of my child. Maiden. Yeah, you're probably okay. Well. No, you're not okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's yeah, it's it's right there. There's nothing like terribly gross, but then at the end there's a trailer that's pretty gross. Mm, but I can't yeah. think of there's just a few if anything, I could see I don't know, like I certainly wouldn't do it in front of my five year old. I don't know about yeah, a, a it's year more older disturbing one, and creepy than it is scary, but I yeah. it's still probably too much for, for it is kind of yeah, I could see if I was it, not gross necessarily but like i could see being creeped out by it because yeah. some of it is genuinely like unsettling for an adult even mm. it's like oh oh so i could see how it, if you were a preteen or younger than just before being a preteen like eh, i could see that could yeah i don't know if i was that age it would have scared me to be fair 
if yeah, I had seen it's it. Only, <laughs> it's only like 15 minutes long, so you can okay. you can knock that out. You'll sneak quick. it in. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you'll that be able shouldn't to be an issue. In. Yeah, that won't be an issue at all. Okay. Uh, that's is that it for games? games, I think, isn't it? Well yeah, done, we play guys. a lot of games this week. <laughs> yeah, well done, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's hit on TV then. Uh, the, both of you played or played. You, you watched. You play, You pressed play at some point, but you pressed play on Lupin. Uh, it's Lupin. 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 Okay. Lupin. All right. This is, it's French. So, so it's Lupin. Ar- There's Ar- no actual. Arsène. Arsène Lupin. Lupin. Which is which is um, Joker's persona in Persona Five, actually. Mm. That's Arsene, right. Arsene mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Caleb. Right? Just blew my mind. I was ready to talk about how it's loosely related to Lupin the Third. Actually, well, actually, then... it kind of is because that show is. If I I haven't watched that show in years, but that's like he's kind of a gentleman thief himself, isn't he? He's isn't the, the whole premise of he's that. He's the show? grandson of Arsene Lupin. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and Lupin the Third, so he's Lupin the Third. Yeah, and so the the they are different because the main character in Lupin is, um, he's he's doing all these deeds that he's read about this this debonair, dashing, dastardly thief, and then he's acting he's acting like him in real life, right? That's the way the Netflix show is. He's taking a book and then creating real world circumstance with it and the anime was about a descendant of Arsene Lupin like an actual descendant so they're descendants sorry um so they're a little bit different but they're so, still based around the same original character right Caleb am I, yeah. am I tracking yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. okay how far are you in to that show um, I only watched the first one but okay I watched was... two episodes it so. was awesome <laughs> it's pretty, I... that first episode's good yeah, it's all in it's... French right so, yeah, it's it is right. dubbed. If mm. you watch the Netflix version, it's dubbed. I immediately turned the dub off because it was terrible. Mm. I just watched it subtitled. That's so. the hard thing. Is like, Logan, I get what you mean about like active watching and who has time to do that. The good thing is it's only five episodes. Oh, that's but not bad. Yeah, you would like Caleb's right. The dub is the dub's rough. It's bad. Like, the, the voice distractingly really so. Yeah, like, it's not just the fact that it's not matching the lips; it's the fact that all the voices are just so flat. Nobody shows any emotion in anything they're saying, so it's it's it, it's so distracting. Let's go steal design. this art. Sounds good. Me too. It, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically Homestar, mm. you know, and Strong Bad and yeah. Strong Sad get together. It, yeah, yeah, I tried the I tried the dub too, Caleb, but I switched and just am actively watching it here and there. And it's like I've been able to watch like thirty minutes here, thirty minutes there, and so that way I can get through the episodes. If it had been ten episodes, I may have stopped because I think the way to watch it is with the original. The well, you're original two episodes language in, you're forty percent. Yeah, I'm almost there, right? Yeah. yeah. It really it's reminds good. me of the the older British show called Hustle. I don't know if you guys have heard of that at all. Mm, um, no. But it, I loved that show, and this is this is giving me the same kind of vibe. So, um, it was it was about a group of con artists. So similar concept. Um, and for that though, um, and I'm not sure how this is going to go because I've only watched the one, but it was kind of like a um, a heist a week type of thing. 
So I, I don't know if this is if this is more of that or if this is more um, one big through line. I would uh, say he he pulls off a a stunt a week. Okay, like gets himself into a situation where only his incredible wit gets him out of. You know what I mean? His his brain gets him yeah. out of that situation it's, it's what you, i mean logan you've seen shows like this before where it's like they get to the end of the episode and you're like oh oh no everything's gone wrong everything's going south and mm. then it's like ah ha ha i planned for all of this <laughs> it's that show main character twirls their cane and yeah. snaps mm. their fingers and walks out like you know like the hero mm. or the slight anti-hero caleb what this show feels like to me and I don't know how Netflix acquired it, but it feels like it was on ABC over there, and it's the best show on ABC because it doesn't. I don't it know. Doesn't, I give him more credit than that. It doesn't go into. I I think somewhere in the middle, right? But it doesn't go into like the grit of like a. Sh- and this is like American television has gone like way over the top with the grit. I understand and the dark and the foreboding and all that. So if you're a, if you're an AMC or an FX right now, like you're trying to keep the pace with the premium, the premium networks. And so everything is kind of over the top in that way, but it doesn't ever like, it doesn't go into the, and maybe I haven't seen it, but it doesn't go into like, the grow like it's not overly violent there's not a ton of language um there's not stuff that that would make you feel like it couldn't be on a network but that doesn't mean it's not very good is my point it's still really good actually yeah which is the surprising part um so that's i guess that's what i'm trying to say caleb is it it feels like like a really good bbc show to me yeah, you know yeah, like BBC, i think is a better comparison there not you know not overtly violent or like just overwrought with like f-bombs and still very very good so that's that's how it feels to me anyway yeah i i like it i like it all i'll I'll finish it only three more episodes 60 percent left like logan Uh said all right that's fair what else you guys watch this week i didn't watch a whole lot so what's fire Uh, what is firefly lane yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Uh, Firefly Lane is an, another new show on Netflix. Um, it's, oh, I forgot the lead actress's name already. Um, but it's basically like a um, uh, two childhood friends that grew up. Um, the, the supporting actress is Sarah Chalk, but I don't remember the main actress's name now. Catherine Heigl. Yeah, Catherine Heigl. Um, Did they and her up work again? It's basically just like their friendship. Um, Catherine Heigl is grew into the role of being a daytime talk show host, like a really big daytime talk show host. Um, and Sarah Chalk has always been kind of in the background. So their relationship is mostly like a, um, I know a famous person kind of thing. <laughs> um, the weird part about this show is they, Sarah Chalk's character is supposed to be like the frumpy friend that no one ever notices. And it's just like, but she's kind of like, gorgeous right yeah like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) so it's a little weird in that respect but it's not bad it reminds me a little bit of if you guys have ever watched this is us 
it reminds me a little bit of that in the way that they do like it's like it takes place in the present day but they'll do flashbacks and it'll get super emotional during the flashbacks and uh, stuff like that it's 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 okay i'm not sure if i'm gonna keep watching it or not but um it's it's fine are they trying to judy greer sarah chalk you know what i'm talking about right no i don't know what you're talking about judy greer i felt like made a living in the mid like the 2000s as the like friend of of the main character in every rom-com mm. so yeah i'm like just going through here and looking at her imdb uh she was the 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 b friend person in 13 going on 30 27 dresses uh let's see what else she was in here i gotta scroll back she's acted on a lot of things so i just want to make sure i'm getting this correct here um She's just been in a lot of random stuff. Love Happens, if that tells you anything. That was with uh, Aaron Eckhart and Jennifer Aniston. Okay, so yeah, mm. I mean, kind of similar, but she's mm. more of a more of a main character than a than a sidekick. But she's in mm. that role of being like the in the background kind of person. Got it. God bless you, Caleb. I wish you luck with this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if I'll keep watching it or not. But uh, And the other thing, the other um, pilot that just came out on Saturday, actually, was uh, Devil May Care on Sci-Fi. This is a 15-minute animated show. Um, Sci-Fi is trying to, to have swim? kind of an adult swim block. Okay. And this is That's the first show. Um, and it's, it's really, it's bad. It's... I, I mm. chuckled one time and it wasn't even that deep of a chuckle. It was just kind of like a, mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, it's, it did not do anything for me. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a not serious. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's a, it's animated and it's about the, it's about hell. Um, uh, Alan Tudyk, who apparently is sci-fi's favorite person all the time. Yeah, I guess so. Um, he is the, he so, plays yeah, the voice yeah. of the devil. Um, it's just not funny so i don't i don't know what else to like i don't know what their what their idea was with it because if you're if you're going after adult swim you gotta you gotta bring it yeah and you just didn't do it i I, when you when you throw that on there i just went did a devil make hair (laughs) (laughs) two Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I did not get a chance yet to watch the Equalizer from last night, which is the other pilot. That um, looks terrible. It really does look terrible, and I don't really want to <laughs> oh, watch it. Man. But I've come so far on the pilots. <laughs> oh boy, Caleb! It's oh, the boy. next two on this list are the Equalizer and Clarice, and Jeez. then following that is that Kevin James comedy on Netflix. So. <laughs> At some point, you just have to think. I know, I know. Like, is this going to hurt me long term? Like, is <laughs> this <laughs> is this a pharmaceutical commercial right now, mm-hmm. Caleb? Yeah, let me, let me go disorder. through the rest of the list for February. It's those three, and mm-hmm. then it's um, the Keenan uh, Keenan Thompson sitcom. Okay, I would give that a whirl. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, that one I would probably give a whirl anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, after that's the actually the most. Um, the the most looking forward to one that I am, and that's Young Rock, um, also what is, NBC. What's Young like, Rock? 
young the rock like young sheldon except for it's the rock really that's the thing (laughs) yeah and then after that it's what no 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 you can't you brought up a wrestling reference caleb which is your bad yep i just now logan's he's he's emotional he's i don't know i think that one could be okay Um, Logan's that. going through the paces of what if I like this show right now? No, I'm, I'm, I yeah. already hate it. Come on, I already no, hate it. No, love it. <laughs> no, it's on NBC <laughs> and they do okay comedies. So I don't know. Yeah, oh, you guys like concept. an NBC comedy? That's true. Um, there's the Superman and Lois reboot on CW. <laughs> um, a show called Ginny and Georgia, which I don't really even know what it is. But oh, I know what Netflix. that is. It's a Netflix show. I don't know if man, I feel like one of them is one of them is famous. It's about a teenage, a single mom with a teenage daughter, and the mom is really hot, and that's super awkward for the daughter that her mom is so hot. Okay, and everybody talks about how hot her mom is. Both, both, both boys and girls that she goes to school with are like, "Your mom's totally hot." There you go. And then the last one of the month is the Punky Brewster reboot on Peacock. So February, not a great <laughs> month for pilots. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any more Resident Alien? I was going to ask you. Yeah. they. So for whatever reason, they dropped two episodes last week. So there's I three thought out so. now. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I watched all, I've watched all three now and I, I actually like that show quite a bit. It's, yeah. it's not going to be for everybody, but I, I like it. Yeah. I was thinking about watching it. Still, it's on my list. Hmm. I am curious what you thought about mythic quest. Yeah. I like that show a lot. I know. It's right? very, it's very good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really funny. I didn't know the guy who played Dara Doll from Homeland was on it, Logan. That was really exciting to me to see him play. Like, he stretches his comic legs a little bit. Yeah. You know? uh, he plays the writer, Caleb, if you remember the oh, writer. Oh, the, the old guy? Uh, is it CW? Is that the name of his character? Yeah, CW. that right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned I, that during Toadies. But... I, could see how, I could see how, like, game developers would be a little bit offended by that show. I uh, but that that's okay. The sh- the show is not about the game really. It's about relationships, like any good sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not Grandma's think, Boy bad. Of like oh no, no bad, that's bad, true. Of, like shitting no, on developers. Yeah, but. they at least tried. Like they yeah. they got Ubisoft involved a little bit, so they at least tried to make it somewhat believable. Yeah, the um, the I think the way that they handle monetization is pretty funny. To be fair, mm. like brad's brad's character just comes in as like the heavy soulless every time and um i like the characters are really likable and it's one of those like it's not quite dead lasso but it's like one of those things i'm really happy i saw during a pandemic shows like kind of uplifting these people are bad but they're trying they're they're together not so bad you know what i mean like they're all yeah pieces of crap but when they come together they form a not so bad piece of crap um i think i like uh what's the name of the character is it joe i think she might be my favorite character on the show because she's like oh the assistant yeah she's got something wrong with her and during the pandemic episode she's got the ronald reagan picture behind her 
Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so did you watch all of it? I watched it. I finished okay. it. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm glad it was on our list, and I watched it because it was on our list. I was like, well, if they felt like it needed to be in the top 15, I should probably watch this, and I'm glad I did. I laughed a lot watching that show. Um, Good show. I was a little bit like my my story with that show is pretty simple. I started off really high on it to the point where I was going to text you guys and be like, this show's awesome. But I didn't because I wanted to talk about it. Mm. Right. And then like they lost me around like seven, eight, nine. It Mm. seemed to kind of dip a little bit for me. I wasn't as entertained and I thought it got a little bit um, like I was wishing that it had been shorter, like eight episodes because I thought they were retreading some of the some of the stuff a little like worn territory they've already visited. Mm -hmm. But then the pandemic episode and all of a sudden, like there's the scene where Poppy is in a really bad spot Mm -hmm. and it is, it goes from being like an absurd show with, with how do I handle this? An absurd show that, doesn't really have a lot of redeeming human qualities to a statement about people like her that are in a really bad spot that are having trouble. And it's like, that is like, it was profoundly impacting to me. I was shocked. I was like, how do I, I just couldn't believe, I could not believe the performances in that episode. I could not believe it. Like all of them. It's like, I don't, I don't know whether it was the conditions or the way they shot it or whether like how they produced it or whether they all felt like they were in this together to make this final episode happen in a very unique way. But like, bravo, if you love TV, you need to see the final episode of that, that show. Yeah. You, if you find, if you fancy yourself, like, like we do someone who enjoys high quality television, you, I would say that's like must see it is an yeah. unbelievable episode of television. It it's also, so good. They released it, you know, pretty cl- pretty Wait, close to May the beginning of the pandemic. Was, the, was so, the date? So you're talking two months in. It was it was super important for me because I watched that, you know, kind of at one of the low points there, and to see somebody on screen that's, you know, having some of the same feelings that I'm having is that was really cool. And then uh, not only like do you you connect with them on the emotional level but then at the end of the episode when they do the the zoom the uh, rube goldberg the, yeah zoom. that and so it ends with such a positive note of like yeah this sucks for everybody and everybody's having a tough time but like we can we can get some positivity out of it so like just having that in the middle of a pandemic was like that was that was great <laughs> i'm sure you're not the only one i i i i was i was really impressed there's the moment where they haven't been able to get CW on a call at all, like yeah. the whole episode and they're, they're setting up their stuff. And then all of a sudden he turns Aah! and everyone just loses their mind when he turns on his screen. And at the end, do you guys remember the last words of the episode? No, it's been too long. It's, it's CW in the background. They're all celebrating, but everybody's like, just quiet enough. <laughs> Fuck you, coronavirus. Oh yeah, and that's the yeah. last. That's the last thing you hear is his voice doing it. And I, oh man, that's so good, so good. I'm glad. Good job, guys. Way to get that one on the list. Good job. Good show. 
Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. That's I do agree with you though of the of the the standard episodes. I think maybe it did tail off towards the end a little bit, but well they kind of peaked um, in the middle with that one with the episode yeah. in the middle of uh the story of the couple that lived in the the space yeah. where they were at. Like that that episode kind of peaked that series and then all of a sudden it was like, wait. And Should we go back to them? Like <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, this <laughs> changed like a lot of things and now we're going back to these people again like and it was just a one-off it was very odd it's something that you wish think... you do in a second season not maybe a first and the masked man stuff was a little weird like how it's his son and that's kind of all that was a little bit contrived for me but mm-hmm. all is forgiven that 10th right. episode if if it has to be just okay to get to that episode whatever it could have been it could have been downright dreadful bad television and i would still feel that way about the the season finale that is strong tv it is mm-hmm. it's up there it's good yeah it's good if we you guys are like lucky a, we're not doing an episode of the channel I was history say, if we did oh, like a, a best episode of the year that would probably be on the list as well pretty high yeah i mean that, that that season had two two quality episodes and i mean that one was real high but yeah i mean the that one where they did the went back with that couple that lived in that space. That was another solid episode of the year. That's for sure. The, the, the weird tone of that episode too. It's like the show is it's, I don't know. Like, what are you television show? What story are you trying to tell me? Because the end of that episode is heartbreaking. You know, like my, yeah, well, my kids will love this. You have kids. It's just like, Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she's changed. She's you. You may have you may have miscalculated this. You know the regrets are all over his face, mm-hmm. and that's that like nonverbal stuff we talk about a lot. Like mm-hmm. really good acting, and you can feel like the pain there. Um, and then you go back to like Brad has made everything free. The next episode, right. and they're <laughs> they're they're talking about the dick digging and that's just okay <laughs> we're back here now <laughs> yeah like it, it just was a rough transition back to that uh, to that show so but yeah anywho uh i the only other thing i i've been getting caught up on Shit's creek so i um so that nice. takes a while to get through um there's, there's a, a lot, lot of episodes there so i'm midway through the second season now what was the last thing that happened Oh gosh, what was the last thing that happened? I don't know. David What's Roland doing? Stupid. Drinking? Yeah, Roland's drinking. Um, drinking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh gosh, what happened? Oh, they uh, they made enchiladas, <laughs> and the mom and the and David were had. They, oh yeah. They okay, went to Roland's yeah. house and they took they took over their kitchen and made enchiladas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's really, I mean, it's weird stuff that's going on. Caleb said this when we were talking about that show, but um, I'm on the last season, and this isn't a big spoiler, mm-hmm. but Alexis's character, she's she's met with the proposition of leaving the area for like three or four months, mm-hmm. and she can't articulate why it's hard for her to leave, but she she doesn't understand that she's going to miss her family. 
and she's never been with her family like her whole life she's traveled the world and ignored them and mm-hmm. never spent time with them and then they're all stuck in this hotel together on top of each other and she doesn't know why she doesn't want to leave like she's talking to another character and she's just like i'm feeling like what if i leave and then like what are what is David going to do? Because my parents gang up on him. And what is my mom going to do? Cause she's very clingy. And it's like, that's the story of that show. A right. shitty person mm-hmm. becoming a good person who cares about other people. Right. That's shows just, it's, it's, it's really, it's yeah, really inspired. When, when you try to pull out like individual episodes and say like, that was a great episode or that it doesn't necessarily do that. I think it's more of a show where it's the collective body of it. That's yeah. so great as opposed to like this individual moment or that individual moment. Yeah, so. so I was like I think there's even been a couple episodes since the enchilada episode for for whatever reason that one stuck with me. Like that's where I'm at is like there's those two like hating each other after making enchiladas together. But it was yeah. like yeah, I was like like what we're never making dinner again. Like this is just, <laughs> it's not happening. Like, we just can't stand each other enough to do this. And Eugene Levy is just he's he walks on screen and he's just funny. Like he's just funny. <laughs> he's just no matter what he's doing, he's hilarious. He uh, Daniel or Dan Levy. I don't know what he would go if he goes by Dan or Daniel, but he uh, hosted SNL this week. Oh, was that any good? Yeah. Uh, no, but that's yeah. not his fault. That that show's uh, not good. <laughs> it's very hit or miss, and it, boy, that there is... there was one. I'm trying to remember what it was, but there was one sketch because I, I I just watched the sketches when people post them on Twitter. Like, yeah, it's like, like hey, this one was one. actually good. Yeah, mm. then then I watch them, and there was one from two weeks ago that was really good, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Mm. But other than that, like everything I've watched has been like, ooh, this is <laughs> yeah. This past week was bad. I do enjoy Weekend Update every week. That is uh, Jostin Che, solid. Like, but that's seven minutes of of an hour and a half show. Who hosts? Oh, you watch that on YouTube every week. Sorry, Caleb. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, um, who hosted last week? I don't remember. Was I? I'm trying to remember if it was any good or not. Because it would have been the first episode back from. Was it John Krasinski? Was it that one? Yeah, it was Krasinski. I don't think I watched. I don't think I felt like there was anything good from that episode either. But I may I not have watched the, a lot uh, of it. I saw the Ratatouille sketch. That was the one I saw. It was stupid. It was bad. He wore a top hat and had sex with a top hat on because he had Ratatouille in his hat. Mm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Caleb, are you caught up on WandaVision? Yes. Uh, was this episode a little bit better for you? It was, yeah. It was solid. Um, I thought it was a pretty solid the, episode. The only Jason, you don't you don't care about this at all, nope. do you? If I spoil things, okay. Nope. Talk away. Um, the only thing that kind of <laughs> surprised me was that so I watched it later in the day on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not going to stay up till three a.m. and watch the no, show. I, I watched it tonight. If that tells you where I'm okay. at. So I still so waited three days. I saw all over Twitter. It was I can't believe the cameo. This cameo is ridiculous. Uh, this cameo is on par with Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian. I wouldn't go that level. And I was so then I watched the whole episode and I'm like, there was a cameo. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! You don't get it. 
No, I get it now. Okay, well, but I, had, so, I had to look it up. So here, so Jason, <laughs> let me tell you this. Yeah, Jason might actually. Okay, yeah. you'll you'll, right. you'll like this. Okay. Okay. So um, you saw Avengers: Age of Ultron, so you know. I'm pretty that, sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when they introduced the Scarlet Witch, Wanda mm-hmm. Maximoff. Yep. Her brother is with her, Pietro Sac Maximoff. Who is? Do you remember who he is? What's the silver? Quick silver streak or quick silver? Okay. Right. Quick so silver. the fast guy. Mm-hmm. Who, um, yeah, so he was in there, but you also remember X-Men Days of Future Past, right? Mm-hmm. Where they had the whole scene with Quicksilver, and he runs through and like oh, in slow yeah. motion. So keep yeah. in mind, those are two different actors. Because they, one lives in the X-Men universe, and one lives in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, well, I the, don't, I sort of follow. Okay, so <laughs> at the end of Avengers Age of Ultron... Her brother, Pietro Maximoff, dies. I do remember that. So in the end of this episode of WandaVision, she opens up the door and it's her brother, Pietro Maximoff. But it's not the one that died in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's the X-Men actor. Oh. And the, the kind of quote-unquote narrator says, she recast Pietro? <laughs> So like they're acknowledging it in the show that it's that a it, yeah. recast. So yeah, I'm, I'm curious. It, it could go one of two ways. It could be mm-hmm. completely, they could just throw this away completely and just say, yeah, that's just the actor that plays him now and we were just making a nod to it. Or it could be that they're trying to wrap in the X-Men universe with the Marvel universe now. So it could go really crazy from here. I, I don't know which way it's going to go, but... well. The way it's going, I mean, you look at it for Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield are all signed on for that movie. Yeah. It is the multiverse. That is the entire point of this is to, of WandaVision, is to create the Marvel multiverse. So here we are. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So if this if this somehow if this blends in that those Fox X Men properties that they purchased, this is it. It could. I, I hope it goes that way, but I think there is also the possibility that it's just them making a stupid nod uh, to this other, to this you know this weird situation. Knowing that this is the direction they're going with the multiverse thing makes me think that this is permanent. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just saying yeah. like I wouldn't be surprised if people were extremely disappointed in the end because of mm. that. Like they're setting know. it up, but they really need to knock it down here. Yeah, the uh the, the thing so I will say though, I'm sure you probably got a kick out of this week's theme song. Yeah. You, yeah so it it was literally uh, jason the every episode so far except for the last one they do a theme song based on so because it's all a sitcom so they create a theme song for the 50s 60s 70s this week was the 80s it was it was straight up a combination of family ties and growing pains there was some full house in there too a little bit of full house in there too but yeah like it was yeah, they did the, like the painting the, thing. The painting the with the like they started uh, drawing yeah. the stuff, yeah. and then right. the growing pains thing where they brought in like baby pictures of each of them. Yeah, and, yeah okay. Like it was, 
all right really solid um, and then it ended with them doing like the picnic on the blanket as the uh cameras the camera out, like out. house does mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's that show knows what it's doing with uh the nostalgia stuff with with everything uh by the yeah. way all of those uh theme songs are on spotify the okay. 80, the 80s one That's is awesome. not on there yet i don't know how i don't know how delayed they are but um of note i'm curious uh, if they're gonna keep going with it too because they still got a couple decades here they got a night <laughs> i mean i can't imagine that they don't do the 90s here I, when i don't even know what a 2000s is i mean is that a is that the office i mean are they gonna pretend like they're like it could be like a mockumentary style like i would i think that'd be hilarious if they tried to do it that way but i i'm a little worried i think the 90s might be it maybe uh, just based on where we're going with that show and where Vision's head is right now, right? Uh, yeah, that that'd be the only thing. But uh, oh, what was it? Oh, the uh, all the theme songs, by the way, are written by um, the the Lopez's, which you probably don't even know who they are. Uh, but they are the Oscar. They, I believe, they actually have an EGOT. Um, uh, yeah, they, they do have egots actually. Um, they are the ones who wrote uh, all the Frozen music. So, yeah, they are very talented folks who do a lot of musical writing and stuff like that. So, which makes sense why they would ask them to, hey, why don't you come in and write us a bunch of really weird theme songs? <laughs> I bet they'd be excited to do it because if it's got quirk, then. Maybe that's something for us to work on. Yeah, Jason, I don't know if you might be interested in this. They there's a, uh, a documentary series on Disney Plus called Into the Unknown, where they do an entire uh, five. I think it's a five part episode or documentary on the making of Frozen Two, and they get really into the detail of how they do all the artwork and everything else that goes into it, the music, everything. And it starts with like the, it follows the directors around the whole time. And uh, they go through the entire process of making that movie. And it goes through and I mean, to every animator detail through all of the storyboarding process and all of that stuff. And what they, what they had, what they took out, the music writing, all of that. It's really interesting. There's songs that I, just completely fell flat that they were just like, oh, this sucks. Like, <laughs> they, like they rewrote entire parts of the movie, like almost 75% of the way through. It was just like, oh, like it's interesting stuff, especially when you've from a movie you end up watching a few times because your kids watch it. And then you watch this and you're like, oh, yeah, OK, yeah. Now I get why they changed this thing, because that sucked. Like, that was... I thought that was I didn't know that it was it had parts. I've seen the I've seen the tile for it mm-hmm. in Disney Plus, but I didn't I didn't know that it was five parts. So how long like are they? About 40 to 45 minutes a piece. Wow, pretty dense then. There, huh? Yeah, and it's really well done. And it's, okay. it's cool to yeah. see the, the background stuff of like, hey, here's like, here's the Disney offices. And I think if my daughter was older, we would we would watch it for sure together. Yeah, we but watched she's still it all at the, together as a family. She's still now. at the age where like there's some magic to it, and mm-hmm. so I wouldn't want to 
I mean, she's right there on the cusp, but I don't want to take away like. Oh, I, I don't want to have the conversation. Watch this, not a. Yeah. No, I under, I understand. Yeah. It's just if if she was older, I would. Mm. What I'm saying is, if she was older, we would watch it probably immediately after hearing you say that. So mm-hmm. either I wait till she gets older just to see what she thinks if she likes it, or I watch it myself. You know what mm. I mean? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah the the audio design section of that is very. I thought it was very fun to watch and very interesting. I, in another life, I would have, I, if I could have chosen a different career, I think I would have been a sound designer. I think that would be, so now I'm going to maybe encourage my daughter to do it. I don't know. She was really interested in like the Foley work and like how they like, Hey, like how do you make the sound of rock people moving? Like she was really into that and thought that was cool. But yeah, and that actually applies throughout all, all sorts of mediums. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like that's a full-time position at a video game developer, you know? Right. Like, I, there's a, they did a, on the Mortal Kombat channel, they interviewed the guy who comes with all the gross sounds. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the, how, so, how do you do all of the fatalities? Yeah. There was a, I talked about watermelons earlier. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fruit. Well, we, <laughs> hit, a lot of fruit we hit a cantaloupe with a wooden mallet, but didn't quite get it right. So it, Caleb, you joke, you way. joke. It's that kind of stuff. It's not, it's exactly mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, you slow it down, you layer it with like, okay, like, all right, this was me hitting this with that, but I also mixed it with like, you know, pressing some meat together and like, yeah. just like, messing I'll see if I can find it, Caleb, because it's literally, I watched it. Just, uh, it was great. Was one I saw it? It? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I'm into that stuff. I like that kind of thing. So there was a sound design thing from, I think it was a, an adult swim show and I can't remember which one it was, but they were like, how did you get the sound effect for whatever it was? And he was like, my, my partner, boiled a whole bunch of spaghetti and then put it in my arms and i had to try to walk across the room with it and it's just the sound of the spaghetti falling through my arms yeah a plus yeah i mean sound design is wild that's for sure i think yeah like i remember watching a whole thing on like the sound design that they used for star wars and it was like you know back in the 70s it was like well, what are you doing with this and it was i think it was like the sound i think like chewbacca like everybody was like oh it's probably like a lion or something it's actually part of an elephant like they actually reversed and slowed down the sound of an elephant blurring hmm. a shrunk interesting yeah just stupid stuff like that so anywho uh so we are doing the bk the b king bk king for next bacon week. King. The Bacon King. The bacon King. All right. Make sure we got that ready for next week. And we will we'll go through Maiden next week. So I'll go, I'll finish Maiden. We'll talk about Maiden. And who knows what next Game Pass thing will show up or other really bad PlayStation Plus game. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I guess I don't know. we won't have a new game for them. But this has been Master of the Market Podcast. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.